What up, foundlings? I'm glad you found us. <laughs> what a week in Star Wars news. A YA novel almost spoiled Rise of Skywalker. We also have some really cool photos from Rise of Skywalker and some new concept art from The Mandalorian, including the cutest Baby Yoda. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. <laughs> Welcome aboard the ship for another great week of Star Wars news. Yes. A lot going on. Before we dive right in, I'm Steph Sabra, a.k.a. Chewbacca's long-lost Chewbacca's daughter. Chewbacca's long-lost daughter. Really excited about to introduce my co-pilot, who gave me the best compliment ever today, Rilo Ren, a.k.a. Ryan Nilsson in the building, and also the head of Popcorn Talk, the network we're on right now. Thank you so much, Steph Sabra, and I say what I mean. You deserve it. I'm so psyched to be talking Star Wars news this week. We had a crazy week of stuff coming around. I am Rilo Ren. I'm just going to start. I have to bring this up because oh, yeah. we didn't bring it please, up last please, week. Please, Because we screwed up. Shout out to Aunt Lel, <laughs> my aunt. Aunt Lel, I love you. Who sent this. Go to the wide, Jeff. An R2-D2 popcorn maker. I mean... Which, this is the first time I've examined it. And check this out. It's got a little cord, which I haven't... We haven't plugged it in before, but we're going to try it right now. It turns on. There's a fan. Uh, wow. This might actually... It's getting really hot, so I might... I, that's... Might be a fire hazard, but uh, <laughs> this is an R2-D2. All parts are running smoothly. Beep, boodaloo, beep. So shout out to our third co-pilot, R2. Thank you so much, and thank you, Aunt Lau, for the Freaking present. Freaking awesome. <laughs> there he is. There he is. I would say week. she's our fourth co-pilot. Our third is in the booth right now, Jeff Graham. He doesn't know much, if anything, about Star Wars, but he does know a lot about film, so we keep him. They keep me around. I'm the... Uh, <laughs> I'm the, again, the cinephile who doesn't always know a ton about Star Wars. I'm repeating what Steph said. She does her job better than I do. <laughs> Throwing it back to you, Sabra. Thank you. And let me give you at home a rundown of what we're talking about. Like I said, the there's a YA novel, Force Collector. Force Collector. Which has been highly anticipated. It comes out soon, and it almost spoiled the rise of Skywalker. But, of course, Star Wars staff gets on top of everything. They have eyes and ears on the ground, but it's really interesting development and things that kind of came out of that will break into that a little bit. And then like a lot of artwork to talk about. Tons. Tons and of artwork. that will lead to our... our first special segment we're going to hit it off with a special segment and then we will also talk about just like rise of skywalker we got a new spot a tv a new spot, tv spot a an, great new line a added. great a ton of great new lines of dialogue there's yeah. so much to talk about this week on all areas from books tv shows movies here on star wars news yes and then we will have our other special segments Yes, we got There's a Theory, where we talk about the big theory circulating, circulating around a galaxy far, far away, as well as some uh, some words of wisdom. Words but of we wisdom. do let it be, yes. But we do have a fun segment we're going to be implementing what is it, in Ryan? our first few topics. Because Entertainment Weekly, Steph, came out with some new covers for The Rise of Skywalker. And we're going to be judging whether or not these photos are... A thirst trap. It's a thirst trap. <laughs> it's a thirst trap. It's a thirst trap. We're not sure if it's a thirst trap yet, but regardless, it quenched my thirst because <laughs> they were some great photos. Jeff, if we can start pulling those up, these were so fun. I love when they come out with these every single year. Uh, last year, Vanity Fair, I believe, did a really good, yeah. or two years ago, did a really good spread on the, the movie. So I was really excited to see this one and to see the throwback of the past. 
movies we've had. Right. Yeah, they did three covers, and it was all three of the the trilogies in a way that were side by side each other, and all in a different, a unique style, which I thought was really fascinating. Like, what a unique choice. I know it's the end of the Skywalker saga, but is there a chance? that maybe we have appearances from all those characters in this final film. Who knows? That's the thirsty part where we're trying to find out if it is indeed a trap. If it is a trap. So what do we got right here? I, We have some troopers. Some snow troopers. Some snow troopers. Intermixed with regular troopers. Yeah. Which I'm buying. Um, I don't know if that's a trap. I think that looks awesome. I think that, that reminds me of Hoth. And it also reminds me a little bit of The Force Awakens. Yep. On um, where the Starkiller base was, that like that kind of snowy planet. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of that. What yeah. do you think? Yeah, I agree completely. I don't know if it is a trap. I think this is. We will be getting this. We will be getting this. This looks great. Let's um, go to the next pick. Let's keep filing through them here. Ah! This is happening as well. <laughs> it's happening. This is happening. Wow. Yeah, this reminds me of Force Awakens, actually. Or this reminds yeah, me yeah. Of, yeah, Force Awakens when she. This is the same place, I'm pretty sure, when she faces off with... Ooh. Um, the jungle, you mean? Like, the yeah, ambiance. Yeah. yeah. Describe it for our listeners, for those who don't know okay. who she is. Yes, podcast listeners. The picture is of Rey, our Jedi Rey. And okay. she is she's doing some kind of training with one of those uh, those blaster units that uh, trains Jedi. I think we even saw one in the first Star Wars movie, A New Hope. Uh, so it, it's reminiscent of A New Hope training. And she's in this jungle-like planet. It might be Endor. It might be... Uh, some planets that we went to in Force Awakens. It looks really unique, and it kind of harkens back to JJ's last film. What do you think, Steph? I I agree with what you just said. I think that I I do love the training scene. So if we get more of that, I didn't think that we would get more of her training mm. because we covered a lot of that in the last film, right? But I'm curious. There's a lot of talk on how much. JJ might go over what was done with Ryan Johnson's perspective of the film if yeah. he changes anything in specifically to a Ray's storyline, which I'll get into after we go through these photos. There's a really interesting article, an interview with her where she kind of spoke on some things, uh, specifically her parents, and there's some theories circulating of whether or not JJ will go back and kind of change some of the things that were done in the last film. Right. Well, we definitely know she's going to be training in this one uh let's keep going jeff next one so we're zooming in this is uh uh sorry can you zoom in a little bit on that jeff um oh my gosh yes uh this is oh my god what's the actress's name from the americans she's the lead jeff do you remember the actress from the americans carrie russell carrie russell's character in rise of skywalker (laughs) (laughs) well that was relevant to this and uh we do think we're gonna be visiting her character's planet which looks pretty neat. That might be what's blurred out in the background there. And she's holding some type of of coin, some type of of metal thing. It maybe it's like a, a a bullet or some form of weaponry, but man, she is such an awesome mask. I'm I'm digging that. I cannot yeah, wait to learn about the character. Yeah, though it seems a little bit intrusive. I mean, she might I, if I was wearing that mask, it might hit it against a bunch of things in the back. Like if you're you can't drive a spaceship the same way other people, right. you gotta have some headroom. It's hard to see through that probably. It's pretty cool though. But it's a little more space than like the Mandalorian Spartan mask. Yeah, like, but at least he can rest his head. <laughs> 
at least he can rest his head uh yeah i mean her character we don't know much about it so far so yeah i'm really interested to see i think we're gonna go to where her home planet or where her character's from but uh if jj loves working with her too i mean she was in mission impossible 3 and uh her character's name's zori bliss that's such a cool name. I bet cool you there's going to be such an uprise of little girls being named Zori. Zori. Zori Bliss. So, yeah, maybe she has a uh, a unique backstory. I cannot wait. Okay, we got okay, the, the Falcon. This, the Falcon, this, Steph. This is... So, Ryan and I are constantly texting Star Wars stuff because what else would we be possibly doing with our lives except for working 15 hours a day? <laughs> but... In the meantime, <laughs> this is work. This is work this is for work. us. This is work. He sends this. He's like, oh, my God. All caps. And OMF. I just freaked out. It's such a classic Star Wars shot with I just. Poe in the pilot seat. Poe. Poe's I, in the pilot seat. I love Poe so much. I think he's such a great character. And I, I, I feel like he's one that could have a side series after we finish. I'm curious what he's looking at right now. Because he looks like he's seeing. He looks like how I looked like watching the teaser we'll talk about later. Or just watching the movie that's gonna be my facial expression in the theater just shocked and full of wonder <laughs> but yeah i i can't yeah, imagine was it staged was it staged what he's in the pilot seat like usually we've seen ray and han solo and maybe and we've seen lando in one of the trailers in the pilot seat but now poe is in there so Can another I say, person i actually don't think it's staged and here's why because if this were a director saying look surprised I think John Boyega would have a more surprised look. Mm. But because they all have different sort of subtle realizations of what looks like a moment happening right. in a scene, I feel like they're acting, and I feel like this is a grab from set. That's Maybe grab. because it is classic Finn, too, in the back, just being like, what are we doing? It's a thirst trap. <laughs> it's a thirst trap, that, that image right here. I don't, I don't think they're looking at anything that exciting. Me, too. Poe's probably like, oh, my goodness. The first order, like it's like, dude, you've been fighting him for two movies now. Yeah, that's him opening his royalties check, is what that is. Ah, very smart, young Skywalker. <laughs> very smart. Thank you, next. Thank you, next. Oh, here we are. Okay, we got Rilo. A lot of Kylo. theory, Rilo. We got Kylo. A Ren. lot of theories circulating about him as well, and whether he will stay to the dark or turn to the light. His scar is healing up pretty nice. It's a dope scar. I'm not gonna lie. It is a dope scar, and it looks like he's in some type of first order hangar. Yeah. Or maybe he's about to get on a ship, or maybe he's awaiting someone's arrival. Or maybe he's looking at Ray and being like, "Please just join me." Princess. In which case, that might be a little thirst trappy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I, what's interesting in the beginning of Return of the Jedi, the third film in that trilogy, it opens after or it opens with Vader waiting for the Emperor's arrival. So what if Ry Kylo? Oh, is waiting she... for the Emperor's arrival. Who knows? That's a great call, Rye. Next photo. All right, next. Ooh. Oh my goodness. Okay, so we got. <coughs> This is Grant, right? Yeah, this is General Grant. Pride, Richard Grant. Richard Grant, sorry, Hugh Grant, oh my God. It's Richard Grant, um, who's, it looks like a classic Imperial officer right here. First Order Allegiant General Pride. Fits right in. He's Yeah, it's perfect. Menacing. Maybe a more serious imperial officer as opposed to like what we've been kind of getting which is kind of i feel like the imperial officers have become the comedic relief which like is general an interesting hux. take right. yeah general hux has been a little he was a little jokey last movie so maybe they heard the people's complaints now let's get richard grant here. yeah i i'm all it was funny but that i think it's funny but it's not worth it's not worth the laugh because it takes away from 
the story. Well, his name's Dick. He fits right yeah. in. Yeah. So listen, we got Dick Grant as an Imperial officer. I think he's gonna do the job right. Okay, I'm really excited because I think I know what the next photo is. What's the next photo? <gasps> those are all the covers. <laughs> so those are all three trilogies. Of course, the prequel one to the left, original trilogy in the middle, and the current one, the sequel trilogy to the right. Really, really cool. And I'm I've been critical of Entertainment Weekly's covers in the past. I much prefer the Empire uh covers, the Vanity Fair covers. Vanity Fair kills it. They really do kill it. But this is pretty cool. I think this is really this is fun. It is it's definitely owning the end of the saga. I think it's necessary and I, I love it. I love that they did this. I think it's such a good way to commemorate where we started and where we've come from and now to see the new final chapter in the skywalker story and no overlap of characters you know you don't get you don't get obi-wan in the original trilogy you get him prequel there you don't get leia or luke in the sequel trilogy they're just in the middle there so it's really owning each uh generation there all three it's it's pretty awesome although the only one palpatine could have Palpatine is in the prequel one, but yeah, that's interesting that he's not in either And of the we're going to get Lando, but yeah, I do like, I don't I'm think it's it. necessary for this. I, I love what they did. Yeah, and it looks we, great. What up, BB-8? What I think BB-8? this is the kind of thing you might see like hanging in a museum display one day. Like, mm. it's a really Slash cool- my house. I know. That's my wall. <laughs> but like, what a cool <laughs> artifact, you know? What a cool cultural artifact yeah. just to see it lined up like this. Really dope. It's really special. It's all three generations coming to- Coming to a close, mm-hmm. so we can go to the next one, I think. Um, but uh, we're now getting. Actually, you don't need to put that up yet. Jeff. Wait, wasn't there one more photo of our newcomer, Jana oh, or Jana? Jana. And that's Naomi Aki. I don't know. I'm just really excited. We might she's not have in it. a she's in a picture with Finn, and I'm just digging it. This I'm is another her. one. This isn't the one you're referring to, but this is another one where it looks like they're in preparation, like pre-battle. It seems like this is where the Ewoks are. <laughs> Right? Yeah, this is right before the final battle, I think. And look, you got Rose, Rose. there to the bottom right. Uh, it's just nice. It looks like the, the the rebellion. This could be right after Rise. I mean, Last Jedi, and that they just like land in and they're regrouping. And if y'all don't leave Rose alone for this movie, I'm gonna have issues. Go off, <laughs> yeah, please. I mean, come on, Kelly Mutran's the best. But um, yeah, awesome photos overall with Entertainment Weekly. So excited. So excited. And again, usually I'm not really into their stuff. I'm not really into commenting about photos, but I think, and we'll get into it with the YA novel discussion, Star Wars is so smart and decisive about what they bring out, especially nowadays. So I think everything has a purpose, and I think these photos are showing us something, and, and I think that most of them are not thirst traps. Yeah, I, I only really had two that yeah. I thought were thirst traps, with Kylo in the hangar, maybe and waiting for someone. Falcon. And then the Falcon. Yeah. We got a ton of people in the chat, by the way. Again, we're live, Popcorn Talk, 4 p.m. every Thursday, so please join us live, share your thoughts on all the news. Uh, shout out on to... On YouTube. On YouTube. Shout out to Star Drew. Shout out to Manny I Gonzalez. Love Star Drew. Shout out to Ivan Soto in the chat here every day. And we just love all your support. Christian Kyle is in there as well, saying, I want Jar Jar in Rise. Laugh Yo, cry emoji. I'm Yo. Done. <laughs> Depends how they do it. I wouldn't be mad at it either. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that. Uh, just the basics commenting. Whoa, yeah. Poe piloting the Millennium Falcon. It is kind of surprising. I never thought he would. He, That's he seemed a big to stick to step because even Ray, like becoming, like coming into that pilot position as well, is a, it's a big deal. It's really symbolic in the Star Wars stories. Who gets to draw? Who gets to steer the honor. ship? 
Yeah. yeah. Just like just like this show. We're co-piloting. <laughs> we are co-piloting. But yeah, thank you. Thanks y'all for all the comments. Yeah, um, we appreciate you. Should we move? Yes, let's move on. Let's move on. Let's um let's talk about the TV spot. The till the end TV spot is what we like to call it. Yes, till the end TV spot. It was only around 20 seconds. Yeah. But we got some great footage. Great a lot footage, of new stuff. including one um Jeff put it up quickly, but you see Ray face to face with Darth Vader's mask. And oh. that was a scene we have not seen yet in any of the trailers. So wowzers, right. what's it's your thoughts? So cool. And yeah, just the charred mask. You know Kylo Ren is a a Sith relic hunter, if you will. And he had the he had the mask in Force Awakens mm-hmm. that Jay also he did. He prayed to it. He did pray to it. <laughs> he was talking to it like Grandfather, give me the guidance. But uh, yeah, looks like he still has it. He still maybe looks for it for guidance. And Ray is now going to be in contact with it. I wonder if she has a Force vision near that thing mm. because of that relic that happened to her last time when she touched the lightsaber that did belong to Anakin and also Luke. So I'd be really curious to see what happens in that scene. Um, it looks so awesome, though. Like, wow. It's almost like she's being drawn to it. It's really neat. Yeah. yeah. No, I think that's a great point, and I think that's the big discussion, and we can kind of jump into this on Ray specifically with uh, a lot of people arguing the Ryan Johnson, J.J. Abrams, and what J.J. Abrams will change or not change because there is a scene in Force Awakens where she is called to the lightsaber for some reason more than just the Force. Right. And then kind of in Ryan Johnson's take on it, we, we kind of differ from that, that idea a little bit. So people are curious what will be the take if you go back. It wasn't more than the force. Is would it be the same thing with Darth Vader's helmet? I'm curious helmet. to see helmet. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm curious to see that as well. I mean, at the end of Last Jedi, they break the saber in half because they're both force pulling it. And uh, so yeah, I want maybe she fixed it. Maybe not. We'll, we'll time will tell. We'll see. But we'll get these other imagery from this TV spot. Oh my gosh. This is something we've so never seen. Oh cool. Jumping out of a ship's Whoa. hangar onto the Falcon. Like that is awesome. So cool. And is that That looks like it's Finn, Finn. on the side? Yeah. She's wow. doing like a long jump out of the hangar. I've always loved that friendship. Is I that into deep space though? Maybe not. No, it I might don't be in think so. I feel like they're, yeah, yeah, that's an awesome shot. It's such a cool shot. And just jumping, oh, it's so dope. Let's and, keep, yeah. yeah, let's keep going. In this trailer specifically, we, at the end, they, we get the line, till the end, which we haven't heard before. Right. And there's some speculation if that line is kind of holds a theme, so <gasps> to speak, for the movie. Just like in Avengers, we had whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. So is just till the end, baby. Till the end. Till the end. I mean, what was really funny. I mean, this, this is awesome. Oh, this is so dope. I want one. The teaser started with the C3PO monologue again, being like, taking one last look. That's at a my thirst friends. trap, I'm calling it. You think that's a thirst yeah. trap? Yeah, C3PO is always I think it's like really trapping. emotional. I fall for it every time, and then I readjust and say, not today, JJ. You're not, not going to get me. And you got a speeder here. This looks like a speeder, but also looks like some kind of sand crawler, which is fascinating because in other movies, we've seen people on speeders that just hover over the ground. This one looks like it kind of hugs the ground. It almost looks like the uh, the Tumblr from the Dark Knight movies. 
which is really cool. Good call, right? Yeah, that looks that totally does, and that's another one that I was like, I want that. Right, I want that too. I think it's another unique vehicle. Of course, in Return of the Jedi, they introduced those awesome speeders on Endor, Mm -hmm. so this might be like a similar homage to that. Um, What else we got, Jeff? Oh, this is such a cool shot. This is such a cool shot, Steph. That is that looks like a Jedi temple. Yes, with just are those bodies in the background? I can't tell. And obviously, it's. Kylo and Ray. Kylo and Ray, looking Man. at each other, almost maybe mid-fight, and it looks like there's lights in the distance, so it might be mid-battle. I'm really interested oh. to see what they do in terms of their relationship, because it is one that brings up great discussion, and they obviously are really similar in age, and, and I think is we started when Force Awakens, we were like, oh, are her and Finn a thing? Are her and mm. Rilo? Like, it, all these different things. So I I am interested in, in, the, in the interview with Entertainment. She said that she loves the theories between them and kind of that idea of the toxic relationship, because in a lot of ways it is toxic, yeah. and that in a lot of senses we haven't figured out where they're gonna go and she is excited to see where they will go and explore more of where her parents are from cannot wait yeah yeah i i can't wait to get those questions maybe answered yeah um what's this did we cover all the photos no we got this one right here this is of kylo ren's mask and look it's like it's got these red charred kylo is rilo it looks veiny (laughs) in a way is he's yeah, what is that? That's like a veiny mask. And almost like he got electrocuted by maybe an emperor. Or it just looks like he's he's just sipping out. It looks out, like he, he did a, a wine and paint class. <laughs> got a little shwasted. Did got a some little. artwork. Can I ask a candid question? Yes. I want the opinions from the experts. Does this screen grab look really high production to you guys? No. It looks a little bit like paintball to me. You- no, yeah, that looks like paint to me. And oh, I- the the red. Yeah, what is that? I think it kind of looks cool. You like it? Yeah, maybe it looks bad because I screenshot it. What trailer. you guys in the chat? What do you think? Do what do you, you think, th- y'all? Do you think what do you think happened to the mask? Is it veiny or is it? <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, or is it just? Uh, it looks like it got electrocuted in some weird Sith way. It, it maybe. It's almost like the mask is back to... Oh, I know what it is. Are we because being he dumb? shattered the mask. I know that. So he slammed it, it into the yeah. wall, so maybe that's to the glue. <laughs> okay. That might be the red glue of the Star Wars universe. Okay. <laughs> I guess... I, I just think the dark side has never had a problem with the moolah, baby. So I feel like he could have gotten something replaced. Is it veiny or glue? <laughs> veiny, glue, or paint? Need to know now. Need to know now. Drop in the comments Just comment below. the word. Veiny, paint, or glue. <laughs> or production intern one hour before shooting. Let us know. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. Should we move spot. on to our next story? I think we should. Okay. Really excited about this story right here. Oh, we have one more photo. The one sky more photo. Walker from Dol- the Dolby IMAX poster. This is dope. I'm glad I didn't forget to cover this one. This one looks so cool. Wow. You, you get these special posters for Dolby now. It's kind of interesting. Yeah, it's a it new is. thing. If it's coming out in like Dolby IMAX. But you have to pay for shipping. XD, whatever. And sometimes they give it to you there if you go to like one of those screenings. That's cool. This is awesome. Awesome. And I'm really curious actually about this poster because it's a lone X-Wing versus a whole fleet of Imperial 
or first order ships. Now, do you think that it's going to come down to something like that? Or do you think this is just kind of a symbolic way of like, look how small the rebellion is versus the first order? Do you think that this is actually something that's going to be in the plot or not? I think it's both. I think it's symbolism. The first order has always been more massive in terms of weapons and size. Yeah. And um, compensating. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Heavily. Big time. But. I also think this could be it's a deception shot as well. There's always one mm. there's always one that comes out first and the rest are behind. So I think we're just not seeing them behind. But when I saw this, I, I was oh. getting some throwback imagery to Jaws. Yeah. Right? Steph! <laughs> you're so right. It's like the Imperial Oh my goodness. It's flipped though. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, the rebel ships, the girls swimming in the water, and the Imperials are the sharks. Yep. Wow. I am digging that comparison. That's so that's so cool. And it's almost like we are part of the rebellion looking on at the First Order. Mm-hmm. Really cool poster. Love it. Love it. Thank you, Dolby Cinema. Thank you, Dolby. Okay. We've been excited about this one because this is <laughs> this is the Y novel Force Collector. Nearly spoiled Rise of Skywalker. So it's a part of Disney and Lucasfilm's journey, uh, but the, it was the author is Kevin Schnick, and mm. he was as much in the dark as everything in Rise of Skywalker as we are. Right. And they do a really good job of not uh, talking about it to other people unless you need to know, unless you're a part of the specific story. But it was funny because he wrote it, and then right before Christmas of last year, he got a call, and they <sighs> and it was the Star Wars group that said, we have a problem we didn't foresee happening. J.J. just handed in his script, and it seems like you just inadvertently wrote a big section of, of Rise, Rise of Skywalker. This is this is kind of mind-blowing right? in a way because, it, well, first, it's a really unique insight into how Lucasfilm and the Star Wars universe in general, how that all works in that not everyone is completely in the know mm-hmm. because it's just too risky. It's too many people. They have so many projects going on right now, and it makes sense. It so, would, somebody would get spoiled if everyone knew. It's the Lucasfilm story group, so specifically their job is to make sure they're looking at games, they're looking at uh, books. books, animated series, whatever it yeah. may be, and making sure they're not spoiling anything in something that hasn't come out. Right, and I think that must be difficult as a creator and also freeing in a way where you're you're kind of locked in like, okay, I can't, there's certain things I can't interfere with. And even if you're just free writing a story, unknowingly writing about episode nine, it, it says in this article that there's a big session in which the Force Collector's main character goes to a planet mm-hmm. and then... Apparently yeah, that, that ent- planet is in the movie Rise yeah, of Skywalker, so they had to rewrite a whole the third of it. The entire section. He said it shifted the story a little bit, but lucky, luckily it did not change the arc of it at all. So this book is on sale November 19th, or it's already on sale. And, uh, Just came out yeah, this week. Yeah, three years prior to Star Wars The Force Awakens. So fascinating. So And that's another unique thing. Like If it takes place before this trilogy, what is the significance of this planet in that they well, had like to we tell have to them read the book. Yeah, they had to tell them to straight up rewrite it. Well, we won't know from the book because he changed it. I know, but 
we can use our deductive reasoning it's to true. say what happened here and what could have happened. I wonder what planet it is. And maybe we've seen it in the trailers. It could be an Endor. It could be maybe back at Jakku because it looks like they're on some kind of sand planet. I the think post- they're going to go back to Jakku. I'm very curious. I, I don't know, but that would be so fascinating. Like The fact that they had to, to get them to rewrite it. So, yeah, maybe there's there's a significant planet for sure involved for sure. in Rise of Skywalker. And this this just proves that. Love it. Love it. Okay, let's go on to Mandalorian. And we too go, deep. Wow. The concept art that we've been <sighs> getting is such a gift for us. And just side note, side plug. <laughs> oh, I can't even focus when Baby Yoda hits the screen. I can't even focus. And can't I'm even. so glad it's not just me. It's literally the entire internet. People who don't even watch The Mandalorian are intrigued and in love with this little this thing thing. (laughs) this This little thing thing. anyways little plug ryan and i cover the mandalorian after show on our sister network after buzz tv fridays at noon noon (laughs) and we will let you know if that time changes because we do want to get our coverage out as early as possible but right now that is how early we can get it out true but join us there but the concept art has been amazing. We saw it in the credits of the first episode. We knew that was going to happen. Incredible. But now John Favreau has been releasing it post-episodes. Yes. And this just means I'm changing my laptop wallpaper every day. Yeah. Look how awesome this is. And also just how great the concept art is and how accurately they put it on screen. Mando and IG-11 there. That's uh. obviously the inspired the final shot of the first episode. Now, that, that one's outside. But wow, they really crushed it with that. Let's keep flying with the first shot of the series. That is the exact shot. They really did that. That is beautiful concept art. It just, it's such a fully realized world. It's unique to be getting this stuff while the series is going on because usually with all the movies that have come out, they release this stuff years later. Oh man, yeah. This is so special and you can just tell there is a full vision with all this concept art and they really didn't stray from it all too much i'm loving the concept art so we got all those this week and then um oh my gosh look at that wow that's so beautiful that sunset there's no twin suns but it's the one obviously yeah and the fr- there's so many great stuff here Oh, the branches. There's a reason why John Favreau has completely won over the Star Wars fandom, which is not easy to win over. Right. And I was reading, obviously, there's a lot of shade constantly being thrown at Kathleen Kennedy and her future with Star Wars. Well, one thing is for sure is John Favreau is there to stay. He completely right. understands, I think, what we want as viewers and what the the world building that they do needs. Yeah, he even posted some more today, um, some more concept art that was truly beautiful and it's just so interesting like we don't get to see this stuff that often and because it's usually like oh a lot changed it sounds like they had a very clear vision from beginning to end with a lot of this they would have to and baby yoda in that concept art there was something going on this week with baby yoda if his if he was missing a foot or not which i just think it's uh, he doesn't have a hole in his his little onesie there but yeah, it's a little he's odd. Like, not he doesn't missing have a left foot. anything. He's, he's actually perfect. the most perfect thing that's hit the planet. I've said this before. If my if I do have a baby and it is not this, yeah. I don't want. Oh, you'll want. I do not. Once you do not, like this put, is what I want. Put it up for adoption. You will. Y- yes. Got it. <laughs> Looks matter with babies, y'all. Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, yeah, it's it's it, Baby Yoda 
Baby Yoda. Big deal. And he's such a big deal that we not only have, there's been a song made about Baby Yoda. Oh my gosh. He has also inspired our special segment that will follow this in a few, that will follow this song. Take a listen to this song. Steph has not heard this, by the way. I have not. I've been, I'm so excited. Here we go. Hari Grip. Hari It's incredible. He is the cutest thing on earth. This song is amazing and is probably my new ringtone. Thoughts, Steph. I need to hear all the thoughts. Look at this. She is speechless, ladies and gentlemen. What? That's enough. This is amazing. This is amazing. Wow, I love the internet. I believe this was originally posted on Twitter, which is why Twitter is my favorite app. My God, this is incredible! Are you guys Perry Grip fans? Or I'm a longtime Perry Grip no. fan. Oh yeah, he's got chimpanzee riding on a Segway. Chimpanzee riding See, on a Segway. See, this is why we need you. Wow. Yeah, Perry Grip's the man. If you're into like the tone and vibe of like innocent, silly singing. Perry yeah. Grip's got a nice discography. Check it out. That's an incredible song to add to his discography. And wow, just the best theme song ever. Really? And I want that as my ringtone. So if you set that up for you, make sure you do the got same it. for me because... Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. Wow. Baby Yoda. Yeah. Uh, I'm really excited to see the story of Baby Yoda, though, and how much he plays into the Mandalorian. That That's is something right. that we don't really know, and there's been a lot of controversy. And that, I think, leads us into our segment. Our segment... There's a theory. There's a theory. There's and a Ryan theory. ran into the booth oh my God. when we we're producing to tell me that this theory just came to him all of a sudden. Right. Well, so there's been a ton of speculation on Baby Yoda in The Mandalorian. By the way, spoilers if you haven't seen The Mandalorian, but you should see it by now. Um, I mean... I know. I know, but we got to say it. It's on, it's on our thumbnail. Okay. So... Everyone's wondering, like, oh, is this Yoda's love child? Maybe with Yaddle. Is this a clone? And I was very intrigued by that. So I took a deep dive into, okay, if he's a clone, how would that work? Would it make sense? I tracked the years, Steph Sabra, and there's an article on AfterBuzz TV's main website all about this that I got the privilege to write with the help of Michael Klaus. Shout out to the only MC. And it basically, I'll, I'll sum it up like this. Please. There's a theory. That baby Yoda, that Yoda himself in Attack of the Clones, episode two, when Obi-Wan went to Kamino, the cloning planet, Steph, to get to, to, to see what happened, like follow Jango Fett, he became aware that Master Sifo-Dyas, who we covered last week on Character Corner, ordered an army of clones for the Republic. Now, Obi-Wan left the planet in pursuit of Jango Fett, and later in that movie, they're on Geonosis, and they're like at this courtyard, they're all about to die, all the Jedi are there, and in comes the clone army to save the day with none other than Yoda, meaning that Great Yoda clone. had to go to the clone planet of Kamino to pick them up. What? He had to be there, so we know he'd been there, right? Yeah. How many years have passed in Attack of the Clones? How many? From between Attack of the Clones and the Mandalorian, it's about... 25 to 28 years, somewhere in between there. Now, we know Baby Yoda's 50. Yes. So that doesn't add up, except it might, because clones age twice the speed as a regular being. That's why they can make an entire army in half a lifetime rather than one, said the Kaminoan. So this article, we just we track the years, 25 times 2. What does that give you? 50 years. <laughs> Math. Math. 
it adds up. <laughs> I think Baby Clona, Baby Yoda, is Baby, a, Clona. Baby Clona is a clone. And that's wow, the right. It adds up, people. You just cannot deny the math, the science. Wow, right. Let me just readjust. Adjust your headset. Right. I, thanks. Steph. Impressed by your math. Uh, yeah, I'm impressed I took by it. your investiga <laughs> investigatory <laughs> skills. I, I was like Obi Wan looking for Django. Whoa. Honestly, yeah. not a bad now, not a bad theory, my friend. Not a bad theory. How do we feel about that? Would you be cool with it being a clone? Because there's been all this talk of like, is Ray a clone? Is the Darth Ray and the Dark Ray in the trailer for Red Skywalker a clone? Like, is there too much potential cloning going on? And do you think it matters just how it's done? Or are you just opposed to it in general? I am not the biggest fan of cloning. Mm. I think that if Ray is a clone, I will be disappointed. I think okay. that's kind of easy. Yeah. If he is a clone, this being, mm. I don't know. I think it's a great theory, but it I, might be the only way it makes sense. Right. I, right? It doesn't, unless there's a whole planet that we've missed out on with a bunch of these midichlorian heavy beings. species. Right. Yeah, force-capable species. I'm very mixed on this. I think it's a really cool theory, and I also think it's awesome. Because you made it up. Because I made Well, yes, yes. I, I definitely tracked it and, and figured all that out, beat by beat. But I am a little cautious when it comes to, okay, cloning's like, that's a big choice. Yeah. Maybe they don't like explain time travel. It. It's a big choice. It is a big choice. And I think it's a big choice if that's a, essential to the narrative. If that is the case, and they don't really address it. Like maybe we don't find out where he came from and it's always a mystery, but that is the actual root. That's the cause. Like we might find it out in some other way, shape or form that I would be very, that I'd be all right with. But if it's like, it just might confuse people. Like, even though this article very clearly explains it all, it's very hard to follow. If I'm just a casual Star Wars viewer, I'm going to be confused by this. Yeah, especially with the whole years thing. A, right. no, a casual Star Wars viewer in no way would know clones age twice as fast. Exactly. There's and, just no way. And just how did Yoda get cloned? Like, they, they didn't show it. So it's just really hard and, to explain it. And, and the only way Yoda's getting cloned is by choice. <laughs> There is just Baby no. Baby Yona is a clone. I think we need to make a music video out of this song. I think we do too, and it's just okay. us hugging stuffed animal <laughs> Baby Yodas, which <laughs> tragically are not going to hit the shelves by Christmas because they wanted to keep it a secret. Oh, but they could have had them ready. I know, they could have had them ready. I think they just did. Didn't they just leak. not know that this was going to be the biggest phenomena that's hit. I think they low key knew. But there's already Yoda plush toy. Anyway, we're getting off. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know if I'd be all right with how, if he is a clone, but it definitely depends on how they do it. Wow. Well, yeah. thank you for your theory, Ryan. That was the theory. Well, we're wrapping up now. We just have one more segment. One more segment. Before, since we have like one, a few more yeah. minutes, I did want to just pose one thing out there real quick. Pose um, it. So we had an awesome guest in yesterday oh yes let's talk about and it jeff actually uh helped produce the show it was acting class weekly on the AfterBuzz tv uh main channel with roxy stryer mm -hmm. and john whalen and um it was actor it's daniel jeff help me with the pronunciation of the of his last name daniel daniel robeck and ryan robeck. would you say it was a nice little spot with daniel absolutely he's an awesome spot 
I missed that drop earlier. So we I did miss to get the, it that. That was the our show. TV spot drop. Yeah. <laughs> spot, spot, spot. Maybe shoehorned it a little bit. But yeah, we had Daniel Roebuck on yesterday. Uh, if you don't think you know Daniel Roebuck, you're wrong because you definitely do. <gasps> he has 250 credits on television. Whoa. And that's projects. So some of those include like 30 episode runs. He is truly one of the most prolific actors and so many references for this guy. He's in Revenge of the Fallen. Not Revenge of the Fallen. Fall of the Order. Jedi Fallen. This <laughs> there guy. he is. <laughs> I'm sorry. This guy. There he is. His latest credit is the video game Jedi Fallen Order, which came out last week. PS4, Xbox, all of the above. You were doing so well until doing I had to so do a Star great. Wars. And then, wow. But yes, Daniel Robeck. So I had the privilege of talking with him briefly afterwards, telling him about our little show. And he did express some interest. So there's a chance we might get Daniel to come in and talk about Jedi Fallen Order. He plays a pilot. On in in the uh, in the story of the show, and he's a pretty prominent role. So I'd be really interested to get to hear more about Jedi Fallen Order. Um, that would be just wonderful if you came here. We would love to house you once again. We would love to have. Him. We would love that. That's awesome. That is awesome. That so is awesome. That is exciting. That and I've heard some good things about the game. I heard it's difficult, but it's fun and it's exciting. I've heard it's very difficult, but that. Sometimes games that are so difficult and aren't easy make you just want to play them even longer just to get past the next level. Yeah. I'm hearing a lot of comparisons to Dark Souls, so I cannot wait. Um, and yeah, that, that, that's about it with Fallen awesome. Order. Awesome. Shall we wrap this up with some words of wisdom? <laughs> Let it be, Adele. Let it be, Adele. Okay? <laughs> Shout out to Adele. Um... Today's quote. <laughs> Shout out to Adele. Shout real out to quick. Adele. Real quick. Uh, so today's quote, sticking on this Baby Yoda trend, we're gonna have a Yoda quote. There's literally nothing else that matters other than Baby Yoda. So nothing please. else matters, people. Uh, this is from The Empire Strikes Back. The quote is: A Jedi uses the Force for knowledge and defense, but never for attack. And I just want to have everyone in the chat today. And all, all the Star Wars fandom, really think about that for a second. It's knowledge and defense, but never attack. So if you're if you're mad about the Yoda theories, the cloning, if you're mad about how hard Jedi Fallen Order is, or that the TV spot didn't show Kylo Ren enough, or that his mask doesn't look like glue, or that Who it looks like paint. would be mad about that? Just use the knowledge for, just use the power, the force, for knowledge and defense. Not attack. Keep it in. I love that. Those are the words of wisdom. I love that. Let it be. Knowledge, baby. Knowledge is power. Knowledge well, is power. it's been another great week. <laughs> yes. I will see you tomorrow for The Mandalorian. I hope, please, Disney Plus, release that at 11. I know. I just want to see it at night, please. I, I don't like seeing it in the morning. I love seeing it in the morning, but I'd rather see it at night. I think we all would. We would much prefer the nighttime release. Yeah, it's just, it, it, it goes with the show better. But please. But until tomorrow. Yes. Where can we find you? You can find me at Ryan Nilsen, R-Y-N-I-L-S-E-N on Twitter and at Ryan Nilsen underscore on Instagram. How about you, Steph Sabra? I'm Steph Sabra, a.k.a. Chewbacca's Long Lost Daughter. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra. And Chewy, get us out of here. <laughs> Producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network. We would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm 
I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. I'm